Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Master Level Marriage Podcast, where we discuss all things marriage and where you can discover the tools that you need to have a strong and healthy relationship. Our host, author, and marriage coach, Dr. Ronnie Gaines, will unpack many facets of a marital relationship as he dives into the dynamics of a marriage. In each episode, you will learn what it takes to succeed in your relationship and win in your marriage. Whether you are in the planning stages or have been married for several years, our desire is to help you grow and enrich your life as a couple and become a success story. Subscribe or follow us and be notified of each episode. Please leave us a review and help us help other couples. For more information, visit www.masterlevelmarriage.com. Thanks for checking us out. Now here's your host, Dr. Ronnie Gaines. Welcome to the Master Level Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie Gaines, and I'm so glad that you're here with me on this podcast today. I want to say thank you so much for those of you who are downloading these podcasts, listening to these each week as we put out a new episode. Thank you for those who are subscribing to our YouTube channel and watching these same podcasts. I just, I'm so grateful for you. And in the last two weeks, we've covered two uh, elements, if you will, of connecting in your marriage. And this week, I'm going to take this third approach, this third technique that I believe to probably be probably the most important one. You can take any of these and put them in any order, but I believe this would to be the most important one. And it really dates back to a story where I had met with a couple. This couple was tired. They were exhausted. They had been fighting. They had been arguing. They've been in conflict and they were so exhausted and just felt like that they had pretty much expended everything that they could to fix this marriage. They even made the comment, we've tried everything. And I begin the process just like I normally would with any couple and heard their story, heard the backstory. So I began the process of all of the proverbial counseling, playbook, approaches, techniques. Went through many weeks with them just for them to come back to my office, still exhausted, still spent, still discouraged, still just frustrated that they weren't gaining ground. I sat there during this one session and felt like that I did not know what else to do. We've tried everything. I really was with them. We've tried everything. And I'm a spiritual person, so in my head and in under my breath, I begin to pray. And I basically said this, Lord, I absolutely do not know what else to do. I've tried everything. And I'm here failing this couple. I took it personal. And I just prayed. I said, I'm failing the couple. I'm not doing what I need to do to help them. I felt pretty much discouraged myself. And in that moment, I heard an inner voice begin to speak to me. This inner voice, the Holy Spirit, 
said, say this to her. And as I looked at her, she was, she had her head down and she was, her eyes were swelled. They were red from crying, pretty much just desperation. Her husband, he was sitting there with his head down, just like, don't know what else to do. And this, the spirit said, say this to her. And just as I was hearing it, I was saying it. And I looked at her and I said, you're grieving. And she kind of looked up at me and I said, you're grieving. You've lost your best friend. Your best friend has died. And as soon as I said that, she burst into tears and began to weep. I I knew right then that I had hit on something that would probably change everything to do with the way that I would begin with couples in chaos and stress and in some kind of conflictual situation where their marriage was falling apart. She looked up at me and she said, that's it. She said, I don't have my best friend anymore. My best friend has died. And I'm so sad. At that moment, things changed. We started a new journey. I started uh, working with the couple, not on the ways to communicate, not on ways to work through conflict and, and resolve it, not these little detailed approaches that we go through. They all work. They're great. But this couple needed more than that. They, they were in no situation to work on communication, work on conflict, work on affirmations, work on those things that are great for a marriage. They were in no situation they needed to start from the very beginning and build their friendship. And out of that conversation with that couple and out of that moment in that office, I began to develop a brand new approach And that was with every couple that came in, in some kind of chaos, stress, and desperation. We started with this element, which is my third point today in connecting in your marriage. And that is building your friendship or that we can call it reconnecting in your friendship. It caused me to go and write about this very thing. And in February of 22, I published my first book titled BFF, Becoming Your Spouse's Best Friend Again. And in this book, I outline 10 chapters of things to do to develop this friendship, or you could say connecting a friendship, or you could even say it reconnecting and rebuilding that healthy relationship where basically that your spouse becomes your best friend again. And there's ways to do that. And what what I would like to do is this book is available on Amazon or other outlets that you can get the book. But what I want to do today in this podcast, those of you that are listening or watching via YouTube, 
You'll find down in the show notes the way to get this. But if you will go to the bottom and if you will, the first five people that places a review below in the in the um, podcast format or post something, some kind of comment in the YouTube format, the first five, I'll get this book in your hand for just the shipping only. I'll give it to you free with shipping only. And if you will leave information, at least an email, so I can contact you and set that up, I'll give this book to the first five with just shipping only. But when I when I realized that this was the issue, I, I began to redo the way I counsel couples or coach couples. And today I'm going to give you three things in the moments, in the minutes that we have together. I'm going to give you three things that I believe if you will incorporate these into your daily lives, I promise you, you will rebuild or reconnect that friendship that you once had, or if, if you're just in the in the early stages of your relationship, you'll be able to build these relationships, this friendship, this BFF relationship. And the first thing that I want you to see is that we need to embrace intentionality. You see, marriage takes intentions. It takes intentionality that a marriage just doesn't happen. And there is a myth out there, and it's called the soulmate myth. I I don't know why this bothers me so much, but I have couples come to me and they say, oh, he completes me. He's my soulmate. And I it just it's a pet peeve of mine when they say that. And I realize why they're saying it. I know that if they knew the real reason, they would probably change the way that they their language uh, speaks about this. But there is no such thing as a soulmate. A soulmate is a myth. In fact, we could see it's a Greek myth that these people were uh, tied together. They were connected together. They they had four arms, they had four legs, they had two heads, and they were connected at the back. And the Greek god Zeus saw them getting too powerful, and so he separated them. And when he separated them, they ran through life trying to find their soulmate. And if they didn't find that particular soulmate, then they were doomed. They had to find a particular person that they connected with. And what I've found in many of these couples, some of them come to me in in stress, in chaos, in conflict, and they've they've come to the, the realization that they probably married the wrong person. I've even heard them say this to me. I married the wrong person. I did not find, I thought it was my soulmate, but I guess I messed up. And I want to say this out there to you today. You do not have a soulmate. What you do is you create a best friend relationship. And it takes intentionality. It does not just happen. You don't just find your soulmate and come together and it just happens. It is intentional. The daily things we do, the affirmations we give to each other, the 
shared conversations, those meaningful conversations that we have daily, the face-to-face time that we spend together just embracing and hanging out and finding time to share our hopes, share our dreams, share our aspirations, share our hurts, share our complaints, letting each other know how much we care, how much the relationship means. These are intentional things that we do to create this best friend relationship. So everything we do must be intentional. It doesn't just happen. We don't live in a fairy tale world of a relationship where things just fall into place. We have to be intentional. So the first thing is to embrace intentionality. The the next thing that I want us to do is incorporate these shared adventures. Some, Some of us get into a pattern in our relationship where those adventures are gone. We don't do those anymore. What was it that you did when you were dating that just was so joyful, so fun, that you wanted to be together all the time and you went and did things and you had these shared adventures that you went on. What did you do when you first started dating? What was it that you did at the onset of your marriage that you did that that brought laughter and giggling and and just having a good time? What, what were those adventures? Well, here's how you recreate or reconnect or connect with your your spouse and create these BFF moments. Sometimes it might mean that you go back and try to recreate some of the things you did when you were dating that were so fun, that brought joy. I know when we get older, sometimes we can't do some of the things that we used to do, but maybe we need to recreate new moments. What is it that you did at the onset of your marriage that you let kind of go to the wayside and you quit doing those things. Maybe we need to bring those back. My wife and I, we grew up in an era where where we listened to the 70s and 80s music. And when we go out on Friday night, my, it, it's, it's almost like clockwork. My wife, when we get in the car and we're headed back home or wherever we're going, she turns on Pandora and she finds those 70s and those, that, that 70s and 80s rock and roll, turns it on, and we sit and laugh and joke and, and talk about trying to figure out who the band was. And it, some bands, we don't even remember who they were. We had to look it up, you know, but we knew the song, knew the lyrics, and it, the song was so familiar. And these kind of moments cause us to laugh, uh, have fun together, and really does bring back these moments of shared adventure, shared times whenever we can reconnect. These are the kinds of things that help your marriage come back into alignment the way that it was originally created and designed for you to have that BFF relationship. The third thing that I want you to see, you know, we we have intentionality. We share these adventures together. And the last thing is, is to just be transparent. Sometimes we, men especially, we have a tendency to kind of hold back on our feelings. We don't want to be too transparent. But in a best friend relationship, sharing everything, letting her know 
some of your deepest thoughts, letting him know some of those deepest things that you think about, those aspirations, those dreams. Don't put on a facade. Be transparent. Share things together. Share meaningful things. And I promise you, when we create these moments and we bring into alignment this BFF or this best friend relationship, we begin to build a relationship that is strong and healthy. And then it matters how well you build a relationship now. Because when you come into conflict and you come into some kind of um, argument, disagreement, however you have structured your marriage prior to these kinds of upsets will determine how you can handle this conflict and, and how you can get through it. You know, it's one thing to, to think that we're not going to have conflict, but it's another thing to have the conflict and not be at a place in our relationship where we can actually survive it. And I've found that many of our conflict, many of the things that we go through and, and argue about are sometimes very minor. But a lot of times, because of the way that we've developed the marriage or structured the marriage up to that point, we're not even to a place of best friends. And when we fall into these little, small conflicts, they turn to big conflicts or they they fall into a pattern, what I call conflict stacking, where you have a small conflict and they stack on top of each other as we pull, you know, we push each other's button. And the conflict stack, we bring up past, we bring up past things. And so these conflicts stack and we have conflict stacking. And that small little small argument turned into a big argument. And our, our, sometimes the marriage can't handle it. We can only handle so much negativity until we start falling apart. So today I, I really... There's so many things that that I could point out to build this best friend relationship. And if you want to really know a lot of it, and we will cover a lot in this book. We're going to, in the next few shows, you'll hear it coming out of me. Your BFF becoming your spouse's best friend again. That is the key to a healthy marriage. The communication you have to work on. You have to work on conflict resolution. You got to work on being in unity. You've got to offer grace. You've got to change the way you think. You've got to develop yourself personally. But if if you don't like the person that you're with, it's going to be difficult for the, any of these other things to be taken care of. It's going to be it's difficult to communicate. It's going to be difficult to work on conflict, but when you build that best friend relationship, there's nothing that can come against you that you cannot get through and, and, and survive. And, and again, that's, that's, that's not a good word, survive. I don't want to use that word. I want to use the word thrive. We're not trying to survive in our relationship. We want to thrive. And I believe that building 
that best friend relationship. Some people, I've heard this said, you can't be your spouse's best friend. I don't know where they get that. My wife is my best friend. I'll, I'll, she, she I, I can tell her anything. She'll do anything for me. I'll do any. I'll do anything for her. We 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 live a life of best friends. I don't know why that a person would think that you cannot be your spouse's best friend. I I believe that that should be your ultimate best friend. I have a lot of other good friends. I have some good guy friends that I like to hang around with. And being a pastor, I I have a lot of ladies that are friends. But there is no friend like my wife. We have a close, close, best friend relationship that no one else can fulfill. That's the kind of relationship I want you to have. I want you to have that kind of relationship. I want you to have that best friend relationship. If you have that kind of relationship, there's nothing that you can't solve. There's nothing that you can't make it through. But you have to be intentional. It doesn't just happen. You have to be intentional about everything you do, doing the right things over an extended period of time. Be intentional. Then you need to share some time together. Share some adventures. If you don't have one, make up one. Find one that you can share together. And then ultimately, you have to be transparent. You have to be open and open up and share everything in your life. And when you do this, you will have your best healthy marriage. And you will be your spouse's best friend. Today, I'm going to end with this. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any comments, please leave those below. Again, I want to give this to the first five people. I want to give this to you with just shipping. I'll ship it to you. And leave your the first five that leaves their uh, email address. I'll contact you. We'll make some contact where I can show you where to get this. You can purchase this on Amazon. Or if you want to buy one, you can, you can buy it through our website. The website will be in the show notes. You click on that website, you can find the book. In fact, you can buy it less expensive on my website than you can on Amazon. And all you have to do is go and click on it and order it and we'll get it to you. Today, I'm so grateful that you're here. I really do want you to have your best marriage. I want you to thrive in your marriage. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear some comments. I would love to hear some of the things that you've gone through. Maybe some of the things that you've done to develop a BFF relationship. And today, I want to say this to you. I want to thank you again for being on this show. I thank you for listening to the Master Level Marriage Podcast. And I am so grateful for you. And I hope to see you or maybe you can hear me on the next episode. Remember this. Be your best self, live out your full potential, and experience your best marriage. Thank you, and I'll see you on the next show.